Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. theme music. That's right. Michael talks to everybody. Please spell it right. E-R-R-B-O-D-Y. Hey, everybody. It's your boy, Michael Kai, and I'm back for another wonderful, exciting episode of... I like that bell aspect of it. Michael talks to everybody. Today, I'm talking to my friend. We got all kind of history. We have friendship history, and we have work history, and he's just a nice cat. And we just, we, today, we're going to talk about this thing we do, which is acting and comedy. And the brother is just so fly. He is also a legend and a staple in our industry. Uh, I mean, he the go-to. If you're talking about hip-hop, and this is 50 years of hip-hop they're talking about right now. You you the man, 100 grand. Ladies and gentlemen, Christopher Reed, also known as Kid from Kid and Play. Woo, woo, woo. Hey, brother, how you feel? How you feel? What's good, Martin Collier? You look good, man. Your skin all clear and everything. Oh, boy, you must be drinking it. water or something. I've been drinking. I've been drinking. 
We don't necessarily certainly know if it worked out. Yeah, we won't work out exactly what it was. But yeah, I get I get some water in there. Yeah, I put some water in there. That's inside my ice cubes. Brother, welcome to the show. Rapper, actor, comedian, my friend. Right. Thank you for coming, brother. You start out your group, your group at first your name was you used the name Kid Cool Out. Right. Tell me about that. How did that go? I don't, I've never heard that. Michael, you if there's one <laughs> thing I know that you know about, it's about branding. Yes. You know, even, you know, you were one of the first to kind of take that to heart and really uh, show its importance. So uh, the short story is back in the days um, when Play and I were first coming up, your first MC name had to be something that was, you know, that would attract attention. Right. You know, you had to be a Mr. This or a kid that or mm-hmm. a count this. You know, these these are titles that we gave each other. Right. My nickname in my neighborhood in Queens, New York was Cool Out. That's what everybody called me. And um But why? Why'd they call you Cool Out? You know, that that's a good question. Um you know, you know how it goes. You know, sometimes these You was always raising hell or something? No, 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 not at all. No, I was the opposite. I was no, I was I was very meek. I had big thick glasses. I had an Angela Davis afro. I was very Um, yeah, I look like I need to go sit down and cool out. Maybe that's what they need. What they, sometimes these these nicknames just kind of, uh, you know, kind of evolve. You know what I mean? But that was my thing. So everybody calls me cool out anyway. But in order to, to, to complete your rap name, you had to put something on the front of it. Mm-hmm. So it couldn't just be cool out. It had to be Kid Cool Out. Kid Cool Out. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. And, and uh, you know, Play's original name was, uh, Play was short for Playboy because that was his okay. vibe. You know, in our neighborhood, he was kind of a, you know, he was a ladies man and all this. Right. Stuff. So that was his name. So um, it was kind of weird when it when it all shook out and we and we got together, Kid Cool Out and Playboy got shortened to Kid and Play. And it was nice. almost kind of a, uh, it was it was perfect because that really described what we were really like, you know. So, so and Kid Cool Out and Playboy, that's a little too long. So we took a page out of Salt and Pepper and we were like, all right, Kid Cool Out and Playboy, that's going to be Kid and Play, and that's what we did then, and that's that's what stuck. You know, a lot of times, as you know, um, the the public gets to determine, you know, what they feel comfortable calling you right. and referring to you as. So for us, it you know, it kind of worked out. It worked out. Now, the other part is, you know, you know, I'm well into my 50s and people still call me kids. So that's a whole nother, you know. But, you know, when I was 18, I didn't anticipate that. So, you know. <laughs> no, but you still can be a kid, man. You're still kid at heart, brother. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Heart. We're definitely young at heart. And, uh, you know, that's that's one of the, I guess that's one of the things, you know, when, when you're in this business and you're in it for a long time, yeah, you can do that. You know, maybe there's other occupations that we could have chosen where <laughs> right. we, we would have had to do something different. But you didn't change yeah, that name. I, I can I can still be a kid. You can still be a kid, man. You know, I have this poetry book called Miss Innocent Goes to Cool School and Other Silly Stuff. And it's a poetry book for adult children. People like Robin Robin Williams, you know, people like Jonathan Winters, people who still play as adults, they still feel the joy of the child is the child is in them and allows that child to roar, you know? And so you're still that. Yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely that. You know, my kids tell me that, my girlfriend tells me that, people tell me, 
I wouldn't even say that's a fault of mine, but it's just um, it's just it's part of my personality. We know when it's time to be serious. Sure, there's there's lots of times to do that. But I think we're in a unique position. People like like me and you, you know, we still get to be creative. Right. Right. Um, at this at this at this advanced age. So mm-hmm. um, I think part of it is. You know, I remember there was an old. You might remember this. You know all the classic stuff. It was um, it was a Jackson Five record, or Michael Jackson record, and it was mm-hmm. called. Um, matter of fact, it was originally a Stevie Wonder record, but Michael Jackson re-recorded it, and the song was called "With a Child's Heart." And, wow. uh, and if you go back and check that, and he was just saying, you know, you can be an adult, but still right. have a child's heart when it comes to certain things in terms of enjoying life, in terms of still in enjoying. Yeah, I mean, we like we look. We're still out there and about and performing for people. Still I taking mean, chances. Must have, there must be a child's heart in you to do that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It gets tough for every year, but we still find a way to do it. You and Kid Capri around the same age. He's still screaming out, "Kid Capri!" Well, yeah, but, <laughs> and and you know what? When we get to do these shows, like we recently uh, playing, I just recently did this big show at Radio City Music Hall. Nice um, with uh, DJ Cassidy, and they had all these. Uh, different groups from the uh, New York groups from the, you know, the late 80s, early 90s. So um, mm-hmm. those shows are great. Yeah, I know you do those types of shows on the comedy tip, man. And, and it's almost like a high school reunion or a college reunion. You see yeah. folks you haven't seen in a while, people that you still admire, people that, and you know, you're just glad, to, you know, at this point, you're glad to see people alive. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I know at my age, I'm watching them drop left and right. I keep telling people, folks call me a legend, but it's not because I've accomplished anything in particular, but I outlived all these other motherfuckers. And that's why uh, I'm glad to be here. I don't care what the reason is. Call me what you want, but I'm still here and I'm still relevant. No, that's what we're still here in the fourth quarter, pretty much. Fourth quarter, baby. And everybody and everybody's not, you know, and I know when we do our our hip hop shows and when I do my stand up. You know, I try to I try to shout those people out, the people, um, the artists mm. that are no longer with us because nice. um, because they're important. But they also must be a reason uh, folks like me and you are still around. So that means we still got yes. some work to do and we still got some um, some joy to bring. So I'm here for I'm still here for the party. Look at who we lost so far from House Party 3. You know, Ronaldo Ray, Simply Marvelous, Chicago. Come yeah. on, come on! I Chicago. mean, we lost, we lost, we lost. Bernie Robin Mac, and Bernie, Bernie Mac, Robin is we all Robin up. Harris and Bernie Mac. Yep. So that's why I'm still being here. And and who? And um, uh, little man, AJ Johnson. Oh my God, Ezell. I love him, Ezell, Man, I was Wasn't at the funeral. You know, and he was a good dude. Beautiful. You know, he was out there. Yeah, he's out there. He's wild, he but he was, was a good boy. dude. He was, he was a, good a wild dude. boy, but. That doesn't mean that he wasn't a good person. He was he was a great person, mm-hmm. but he was, you know, he was as advertised. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and look, I mean, on the rap side, I can take it on to the rap side. We didn't lost so many. We just lost Coolio, who I've been on <sighs> tour with for the last seven, Love eight Coolio. years. And we lost Biz Marquis. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We lost ODB. And this is the recent. Right. You know, this ain't like back in the days we lost Tupac and Biggie and all that. Them them dudes got shot. That's right. what the game was like. Now, now we losing people. You know, we we losing Call rappers. We senior rappers are dying of rappers are dying of gout. <laughs> oh my god! Rappers are dying of wrestling <laughs> leg syndrome. Like what what is going on? Wow. So you know that's the thing. So I mean, how how important is gratitude? 
to you? Oh, man, you know what? It's pretty it's pretty up there. Like just just and you know this because you travel a lot when you travel Mm -hmm. and you in and out of these airports in these cities. That's when you really kind of get a a sense of what you mean to the public. I mean, when when, when we're here in L.A., you know, L.A. is still kind of on the blase blase tip because Mm -hmm. because everybody's out here. So it maybe it's not as you know, it don't hit people as much. But I just came from Rochester. Okay, I just came from Cleveland. Uh I just came from, you know what I mean? I just, you know, I just came from South Texas, like right by the border. And they're still loving you. Man, like, man, I mean, and and it doesn't soup, it doesn't soup your head up. It doesn't right. soup my head up. It, it it humbles me. It was just like, are you serious? And they'll tell you, they'll tell you point blank. We've been rocking with you from day one, mm-hmm. this and that. You know, a lot of people come up, at, even, at, you know, after, after a Kid and Play show or after a, um, one of my stand-up comedy shows, mm-hmm. they'll come up and they'll have like, you know, they have like old vinyl and they got all kind of stuff for you to sign and they wait for you at the airport and all kind of stuff like yeah. that. And, and that's when you just like, are you like, you can't, it's hard to believe that <laughs> after all these years that people feel that, that strongly, but they do. And so that's the thing. So while, look, I, I don't, I don't know how many years we got left jumping around on the kid and play tip, you know what I'm right, saying? Right. At a high <laughs> level, but you know, I still enjoy doing my stand up. You know, when I when I started out, you were very, very helpful to me. You know, what I mean, you would you would you would give me those, <laughs> you know, those those comedic those pointers. <laughs> you gonna test you gonna test a you gonna test a motherfucker. <laughs> like, <laughs> all them great parties you used to throw at the crib and dine yes, the bar. Yes, sir. You put you put a dude, you put a dude on the spot. But guess what? That's just what needed to happen to find out if you if went I up was, and did a spot. I did at, at, at the Christmas party. Wait, 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 you can't be refused at your own house. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I was nervous, but then you know, I saw I saw a little opening. I caught a little opening, mm-hmm. and then you know, you had the band there. So I was like, "All right, let me go. Let me go hit this. Let me go kick it with this band." <laughs> there it is. So, rapper, actor, comedian. In which order are those? To me, it doesn't matter where you line them up. You can line them up in the order that they came. Rapper first. You know what I mean? I wouldn't. I wouldn't have gotten to be an actor in in, in major uh, movies if if they didn't know you know who we were mm-hmm. uh, musically, right? right? So that that's the girl. That's the girl I came to dance with. So you, you gotta go home with the girl you brought you gotta, with. Go yeah, back go home, or at least you can't, you can't disrespect her. You know, that's right. You, her you at least walk her out to the car and tell her wait here till I get back. Yeah. <laughs> then the um the acting, yeah. Then the um the stand up uh, came uh, later. But you know there were a lot of a lot of other things. There was you know there was there was TV hosting because I had a rapper's mentality. Then there mm. was um, I got the good fortune of doing a lot of voiceover work over all these years because you know a rapper's voice has a certain uh, the resonance and importance. So I mean, yeah, I've done lots of uh, voiceover stuff over the years. And then you know what? That's just cool, just from a different standpoint because everything ain't going to be hitting at the same level all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a time when the kid and play stuff was kind of in a valley. Mm-hmm. And then that's when that's kind of when I started jumping up and doing uh, stand up when people like yourself and Bill Maher and Tommy Davidson were urging me to do it. And I did. And I did it. And I'm so glad I did, because that that not only became a, a, a way to um to express myself creatively in a different kind of kind of light. Right. But uh, it was another source of income. It was another revenue stream. I love that. 
And what I found out was, especially when I started doing stand-up, being a rapper really helped prepare me for being a stand-up. When I got up being a stand-up, it didn't feel unfamiliar. Yeah. It felt a little bit different. Because you're kind of a comedian. You're kind of a comedian in your rap, too. You're, yeah, but I mean, and you know, I mean, you know, we spent a lot of time when we were, when we were working, either we were working together or just, you know, just being around. you know a lot of times you would come by the studio when I was working with some other groups and whatnot. So what I, what I tried to do was long before I became a stand-up, you know this, I was around all you guys. I was around some of the greatest stand-ups. If it wasn't you, it was Martin, it was it was Chappelle, it was mm-hmm. Joe Torrey, it was it was Robin Harris. It and was, it rubbed it off. DL, it was Bill Maher. It was it was you know what I'm saying? So I was always Hold that hold that thought. We had to go yes, sell sir. some soap or something. We had to take a quick commercial on, break and we'll be right black. Michael talks to everybody. Today I'm with Christopher Reed, kid from Kid and Play. Uh I, he may not know, but I think he's a writer too. Comedian actor, rapper. I know he created that music for the, uh, 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 for Bill Maher. So we're going to come back and talk about a lot of stuff. And what does the 50th year of hip-hop mean to you? We'll be right Black Michael talks to everybody. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. 
We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready. You know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. (laughs) And we're back. Woo, that was a quick break. Bad at stuff, y'all. If y'all bad at stuff, I get to stay here longer. So quit playing. Brother, welcome back. First, let me ask you, what does the 50 years of hip hop mean to you? You know, it's pretty incredible. Um, this year, we've been a part of like some really cool commemorations of it. it it's a pretty amazing. You know, no, having been there at the at the birth of it, right. to see it uh, in, uh, in, in, in the fashion that it is now so strong and so powerful around the world. Um, I'm I'm glad to be a part of it. Play and I consider ourselves uh, the hip hop tip, you know, a, a, a brick in the wall. I think you know we've we've certainly kind of made our mark right. and and had the ability to kind of take uh, uh, the music part of our hip hop into other aspects, into television, into movies. You know, I I think we we certainly like our journey to this point. And we yes. still enjoy uh, performing together. And so, yeah, there's a few more. I think there's a few more. Uh, events before before the end of the year, they were everybody want to get that you know that fiftieth kind of stamp on it. Yeah, I've watched some I've watched some great events this year. Some some we've been a part of, some some we haven't. Uh, it's hard to get everybody in. You know, the Grammys tried to do something that was really cool. Uh, we were part of the BET Awards, uh, their fiftieth anniversary tribute. It was good. I think I, I think they're coming back. Uh, they're going to do the Hip Hop Awards again, probably like in September, October. So. Um, you know, wow. I'm sure BET will will you know will represent once again uh, the the at the MTV Awards will you know they'll do their their uh, tribute to it as well. So yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. It's, it's pretty amazing. You know what? I, I like where we're at. You know, I'm not one of the OG rappers that dislike um, the music of today. Uh, I listen to a lot of it, and I always feel like hip hop has been an ecosystem that's mm-hmm. always going to always keep evolving and keep moving. You know, it may go through rough patches, if you will. Right. But I think the cream is always going to rise. The, the great artists will be the great artists. The one hitter quitters, they're very important, too. Because sometimes that one hit stays with us for a lifetime. Oh, you need that. Yes. I mean, why, I mean, you know what I'm saying? If you got if you're going to go back and talk about rock and roll and you're going to talk about a chubby checker. OK, we, you know, that was an important that was an important record. 
Uh, but then don't tell me that whoop there it is is not as important. That's right. <laughs> don't tell me, don't tell me that um what's the one I listen to? To the left, to the left, to right. the you know what I mean? Oh, that's, and, oh, and the, the gentleman who had, but it was a thumper. The gentleman who put that song together just died. Yeah, he just passed three away. days that's ago. Why, that's probably why it's on my mind. Right from no, Chicago. I'm talking about Cha Cha Slide, talking Cha-Cha Slide. Slide Casper. Yeah, I'm talking about a, um, you know what? Dun, 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 to the dun, dun. left, to the right, now kick, now yeah, yeah, kick, yeah. now that's kick. That's the girls. You know, you know that joke, man. That's, who's that? Kick. Who's that? Walk it who? by yourself. Uh, walk, walk it by, by yourself. yourself. And whenever they play that, we get up and do our thing. And, and I love that because that is the tribalism of it black is. people. We back to like an African tribe when we all on the stage listen, together doing listen. it. Let me tell you, I'll tell you a quick story, man. This is right. years ago. All right. I was hosting an event. It was, you know, you know this because you probably hosted it too. They used to do it at the golf course out in Compton. It was Compton Day. Right, and right, so right. Here I'm hosting. I'm hosting it, and they got Tina Marie, they got George Duke, mm. and all the all these uh, Jeffrey Osborne, all this stuff. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm hosting, and then you know in between in between the acts, they playing they playing music and whatever like that. And so they played they played man, what's you know the daggone name of the song? And but there was a bunch of there was a bunch of a uh, bunch of our folks lined up by the by the porter potties. You know they waiting to get on the porter right, potties. Right, right. Got to go to the bathroom. And man, they don't drop that. And then I'm done, done, left, to the left, to the left, to the right, to the right. They right by the porter parties. They didn't broke everybody at the party at the porter party in step too. Round, round, get it round. Why can't I remember the song? That's man. That's too much weed. I'm smoking too much. That's right. Well, we talked about how good is gratitude. How important is family? And before you answer that, you have three kids: Cameron, Caitlin, and Christine. Right. That's correct. That's correct. They grown now too. Now they not like little. They all little grown. Little. They grown, man. They grown. The kids, you know, they thankfully, you know, they all turned out. They all turned out really, really, really great. And you know this because you know we're in the same boat in terms of what we do for a living. Means you know we're not gonna be there every day. That's right. We go. We gotta be out. We gotta be out putting coal in the furnace. And putting coal in the furnace means, you know, we're not going to we're not going to be around as much as as, um, you know, a, as a, a guy who's got a nine to five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and no and no disrespect to nobody. But that's unfortunately, sometimes that's the trade off. So I think what, what I had to do and I and I had the uh, I had the help and cooperation of my kids, mothers. I got I got I got two baby mothers and, and okay. they were very, very um. You know, it really does take a village. And what happens is they got to keep your name strong. And you know that sometimes it's not going to be about the quantity of time. It has to be about the quality yes. of the time. Mm. So that that's that's the way that I, I tried to um uh, look at it. Like I said, I, I had lots of help. You know, my 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 kids, mothers were great. All our all our extended families, everybody pitches in. Sometimes I was taking care of another man's kids or watching some kids, you know what I mean? And sometimes they were looking out and, and taking care of mine. That's and beautiful. so um everybody came up, everybody, you know, to this point, everybody's coming up very positive and strong. And you know, when you when you're young, when you're younger and emotions are still a part of it, that that's tough. But like I said, I had you know, I had lots of great people around me, people much wiser and smarter than myself that that I was at least smart enough to listen to and, and that's so, important 
yeah, you know, you know what I mean? You can be when you know when you're famous, you can you can think you know everything, but you got to be able to to you got to bow down to to people that's wiser than you and you got to you have to have an ability, you know, you you can't be, be like nobody can check you. And listen, and yeah, people who can't like learn. Never, yeah, hmm? people who can't learn are in bad shape. You know, and some people you can't teach them. I'm 59 and I'm still learning. You don't look a day over 58. Now listen. Well, uh, real time with Bill Maher. Tell me about that. You guys were friends. Is that how you got the gig? How you get the gig? Well, well, that's part of how I got the gig. You okay. Know what I'm um, well, I'll take you back even further than that. All right. That wasn't the first um, TV theme song I, that I ever did. The first one was from Martin, Martin sitcom. You did a theme for Martin sitcom? Yeah, Martin. Martin. I did not know that. Did you know that? I did not know that. Martin. Wow! If you look at the uh, the credits, it, a gentleman that I that collaborated with a, a great musician named Steve Kitt, and if you okay. look, it'll say uh, Steve Kitt for Kitt Entertainment. That was that was my company at the time. So a mm. lot of times, as you know, what happens? Some of these things evolve out of friendships, and I was just like at the time, Mark Martin and I were like super tight, and right. I was just like, well, you know, I know you got. You know, your show's coming up on Fox. You know, he had came by the hotel to show me the um uh to show me the pilot. And I was like, wow, this is this is gonna be dope. Da 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 da. Right. And I asked him, I said, yo, you got a theme song? He said, nah, I don't know, da da da. So we whipped that up for him and you know, that ran for 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 many years. Yeah. And then fast forward to Bill Maher. This was, you know, he and I had developed a friendship over the years. I uh, had been on his show, original show, politically incorrect for a long time. Right. But he got he got he got bounced from that. He got into a little controversy. But then he moved over to HBO, and the new show was called Real Time. And once again, being a, being a friend, I was just like, "Well, do you got a theme song?" And he had one. He had somebody on his staff. You know, one of his producers had made something. But it was, you know, I didn't like it. I thought it was whack. I said, "Well." <laughs> let, I was like me. I was, all all I said was let me and my guys, you know, let me and my crew take um, a shot, get at a shot at. Yeah, because I I had a diff. I didn't like. I said I didn't like what he had. I thought it was. I, I, I didn't think it was. I was like, yo, you on HBO now? You know, you free from the shackles of network television. You mm -hmm. not you off a ABC. ABC fired you. So you coming back out? You on HBO? You got to come back hard. You got to rise like a phoenix. We got to make something. The, the beat got to be hard so that mm -hmm. when the shit drops, people know the truth is coming. That's how I described it to nice. him. Nice. I said, you got to know the truth is coming. I had I had a vision. And like I said, I had I had I had great people, on, you know, that was down. Uh, if you look at the credits, Buster and Shivani, great musicians. And that was what we that was what we delivered to Bill. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's run for a long time. You know, every once in a while. Bill gets in his head like he want to remix it or whatever like that. I'm just like, whatever, bro. You know what I'm but saying? But you get like, a check every time that show runs, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, and that and that's cool. Even when they even when they try to like remix it and reinterpolate it or whatever like that, you know, our names are still on the our names are still on it. So when you it know, runs, still get the yeah. Yes, it's okay. It's it's okay. But to be honest, I I'd be lying because, for example, when we did the Martin show. Mm -hmm. back in the days. That's when Fox was still trying to blow up. So it wasn't like it was big money. I was doing it because that was my boy. Right. Same thing when we did the thing for Bill Maher. At that time, HBO, this, this is the late 1990s, early mm -hmm. 2000s. It wasn't like, I, we didn't do it for the money. It's more like, 
prestige or whatever. And, and it's not like, bad to have on your musical resume. No, it's not at all. Yeah. And most importantly, like I said, these are two good friends of mine. And at the time, that that was the motivation. I was like, yo, man, you, you I know you're going to have a great show. Don't you want to have a great theme song? Don't you want to have it? Because we come from that era. Michael, they don't do that no more. No. They don't, no. they don't, they're like, we don't need no 30 second or a minute theme song because no. that's, that's advertising we can sell. So most shows today don't have them. No, they just get right to it. They get right to it. Mm -hmm. that, that's, that's another, you know what I mean? That's money. Okay. Talk now hold up. Song. We ain't got but three minutes left and see 30 minutes. I told you it'd be gone like that. I haven't even got the half the stuff I want to ask you. You know, you did other, you did other voiceover work besides this, right? Yeah. I mean, um. Yeah, I've been fortunate, like, uh, you, you know, I, I've done a lot of stuff for uh, sports stuff, for, like the NFL Network and, mm. uh, uh, you know, a lot of different things. And I've done stuff for, like, the Cartoon Network. You know, I do, like, weird voices and, you know, my, my family's Jamaican. So, you know, when, when people need a Jamaican accent, they'll they'll reach out and stuff like that. And Let, let me hear your Jamaican so, accent. Let me hear your Jamaican accent. Make I tell you something, Michael. Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like a black Santa Claus. <laughs> Talk about you come from Venice Beach. I love it. So let me ask, showboat, showboat. Remember we started our movie. We got to finish it. Showboat's house party. You got to be in it. I know your role. I know Clifton Powell's role. I need like three more great actors. We're going to add to it. Together, can we walk in a couple of offices and pitch it? Come on, Mike. You know, you know, you know, anytime you ask me to be a part of something, you know, I'm coming. So, you know what I mean? Like, I would I wouldn't mind doing that on the showboat tip, but I wouldn't mind, you know, creating something brand new. Completely new. That, that has them kind of elements in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. we, we're always moving forward. That's how you've always been. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? When you, you know, when you doing the, you know, you helped us out a lot during, during the pandemic, you know what I mean? Yes, you were providing entertainment for us and guidance and stuff when, a lot of us were just sitting at home you know, in our drawers, smoking weed. <laughs> you know, we weren't doing nothing positive, but you know, you were urging us. You got me out the house to come and do the come and do the movie that time. You know, I wasn't really I wasn't really going outside for anybody, but mm -hmm. you know what I mean. You 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 know you you always have that that energy, that honesty, and you know so you know you the reason you you know you get people out of bed, and, well, and that's a, that's a that's a rare that's a rare gem in terms of, of, of personality so you know that's something you have to keep doing because you know it, uh, the, the people the people need it they're gonna need the entertainment you've always been honest so i mean to me if you're talking about you're gonna end up do your do that special at venice beach mm -hmm. man that would be i, I would you know i mean whatever or however oh, it's gonna be sick well please drop in on the 20th for the grammaton just come in and say howdy. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to perform. No, I ain't got no problem with that because I know, I know, you know, I, I know what that what that can lead to. That that can lead to something that's, you know, I mean, your story is remarkable. I don't think enough people know about it. I appreciate it, brother. Uh, but this, but this would be a way. This will do it. You know, to do it and just land the plane, <laughs> and then boom, and then on to the next thing. Because you know, we don't we don't rest. We no. don't rest on our morals. We don't. Get, we have to have many forms of income. Yeah, we're. we're we're, you're, you know, you're, a, you're curious. I'm curious. Yes. You know, I'm not, I'm not, a, and we're, and we've never been afraid of the future. That's right. I love you, brother. I'm out of time. Tell the people how they can find you if they have questions about what else you're doing. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm more of a, a big IG guy than anything else, but I'm easy to find. It's kid from kid and play, mm -hmm. kid from kid. Mm. 
uh, <laughs> and, um, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're, we're out the, we're out about playing. I still, um, out there jamming. Uh, we love, we still love to perform together and we have a lot of fun with it. You know, we just, you know, two cats that knew each other when we were like, you know, 10, 11 years old in Queens, New York. Y'all still and, uh, friends? We, we appreciate yeah, we appreciate, you know, we 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 still have fun with it, you know. And, hey, and you got to give him my respect as well. I don't think I've spoken to him since we did the movie oh, 10, no, 15 years ago. But, all right, I'm going to make it my mission. He, he, I'm, I'm going to get him on with you because I know I know he would enjoy it because he's, come on now, he's a big fan of yours from back in the day. I would we love to see of, him. You and him used to go at it back in the day in the showboat. <laughs> yes. Like, it looked like you and him was always like going back and forth and having fun and you know what I mean? It was a fun but shoot, those, those brother. some great comedic moments, you know. I swear. Well, I love you. I got to get out of here because of time. Thank you for I saying know. yes, brother. Thank you for coming on and, and opening your heart and sharing with me. I love you, brother. Thank you. To the left, to, to the, the left, left, to the right. <laughs> I love it. Hey, y'all, that's Christopher Kid Reed right here with us on Michael Talks to Everybody. We do three shows a week right here on iHeart. If you want to hear some goodness, everybody, I keep telling you, tell your mama to call me. I want to talk to her because Michael talks to everybody. God bless you real good. Remember, life is a garden if you dig it. And just keep yourself and God first. And y'all going to be all right soon as the swelling go down. Love you, brother. I had a good time today. I hope y'all did too, man. Thank y'all for checking us out here at Michael Talks to Everybody. Hey, you can follow me, man. I'm easy to follow. I'm on Instagram, just under at Michael Kaya. I'm on TikTok. That's Michael Kaya 135. I have a very sexy webpage called therealmichaelkaya.com. You know, you go over there, you can find out about my merchandise and what I'm doing and where all my shows are. Everything is right there. Or if you really love me, you can go to my cash app. That's dollar sign, Michael Kaya's money. I'm playing with y'all, but I accept green stamp, food stamp, Canadian money. I'll take your bus transfer if you got some time left on it. And my morning show, oh my goodness, the Michael Kaya morning show. That's 7 a.m. Pacific time, yo, five days a week. This has been a Raylock Group production. I'll see y'all later. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. 
Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 